Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the economy, the stock market, and the world of personal finance. We are your co-hosts, Gilbert Pies and Andrew Gay, right here in Kerrville, Texas, independent local financial advisors. Got a few things happening in the markets this morning, so uh, let's get right to it. It's just after 9.30 here in beautiful Kerrville, Texas. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC, Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Prize, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index with 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. All right. So uh, to kick us off this morning, let's recap real quick what happened yesterday. So the three major U.S. stock indexes closed as a mixed bag yesterday. The Dow Jones and S&P closing positive on the day and the Nasdaq closing just under half a percent down on the day yesterday. Seems like most of this might be in concert with the fact that some of the banking Recent banking uh, jitters or banking sector fears have kind of seemed to calm down just a little bit. Uh, but that even comes as a, you know, with the backdrop of BlackRock saying yesterday that they're the largest money manager out there. And they said that they think the Fed's going to still continue to hike interest rates, uh, albeit probably just maybe one more time at their May 3rd meeting, but we'll have to we'll have to see how that that pans out, especially if some of that can calm down after the recent collapse of SVB and Signature Bank and uh, and some of the other the stuff overseas like Swiss Credit Suisse and, and even the fears around Deutsche Bank. So we'll just we'll see how that plays out. But it seems like it's the markets want to put that in the rearview mirror for now. Um, and speaking of that, the top regulators from the FDIC and the Fed will be on Capitol Hill this morning to discuss the collapse of SBB. They are due up in front of the Senate Banking Committee, and I do believe that has already kicked off and is underway currently. So they're up there getting grilled about how some of this could have played out, what their role was in it, and why, if possible, did it happen and could it have been prevented. The Treasury yields rose yesterday as the, as this narrative took hold across the broader markets so that would go in concert also with the fact that the fed is going to probably continue to raise interest rates and yet you would expect the yields in the treasury markets to kind of rise off of that and the 10 years sitting just over 3.5 percent or three and a half percent which is a long way down from its peak above four just a few months ago uh economic data due out this morning were from home prices and consumer confidence and speaking of that, let's jump over here real quick and take a quick peek at that, see how that fared this morning. So the, the Case-Shiller, S&P Case-Shiller Home Price Index year over year for January rose at a pace of 2.5%. That's a year over year increase at 2.5%. It was actually below expectations. The expectation was above three and it came in at two and a half percent. Now, this has been on a downward slide since around March or April of last year. But nevertheless, the, the home prices did grow at an annual clip 
compared to a year ago from January. And then the consumer confidence measure that's out this morning comes from the conference board. They're over 100 years old. They're one of two, I believe, uh, consumer confidence metrics we get, one from University of Michigan, one from uh, this conference board. And it came in higher than expected. So some of that might be related to some of the banking fears starting to calm within markets, uh, but maybe not. Maybe the consumer had had a tough time the first couple of months of this year that uh, maybe some of that confidence is rebounding. But uh, nevertheless, that's not really the uh, prized economic data this week. It's really going to be Friday when we have personal spending, personal income, and the Fed's preferred metric of inflation, inflation, which is PCE, personal consumption expenditures for February. So that's what we got going on this morning in the markets. And you take a look on the right hand side, you can see the markets are also mixed this morning in the first hour or so of trading with the Dow Jones barely positive, the S&P almost four tenths between three and four tenths negative and the NASDAQ being the leader there on the downside, just up over just down over eight tenths of a percent. Gilbert, what do you have to add to my rant this morning? Good, sir. Well, you know, I would say this. Um, we, we're I would tend to agree with BlackRock. I don't like to do anything with BlackRock in particular because of the type of company they run. But I would tend to agree with their assess, assessment that the feds may raise interest rates one more time. I, I wouldn't bet my life on it just yet, only because we still have a lot of economic data to come out between now and the next Fed meeting, which is in May. And I think if you know we look at the numbers, uh, Fed funds futures indicate right now roughly 50-50 split between one more rate rise and no rate rise at all in May. And I think that number is going to stay about the same until we get some more of this economic data, particularly CPI, uh, PCE, um, some more of the unemployment numbers. Uh, uh, th those are the things that we need to look at before we can make a firm decision, before I would make a firm decision on interest rates. But if I had to do it today, I'd say one more time and they're done. Now, the other thing, too, we're looking at, of course, is the bond market. Bond market is uh, going all over the place. We've we've had the 10-year finally go below four. The two-year, which was over five, finally dropped uh, substantially below four. But now it's just up above four again, um, which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just we, we, we need to see that two and the five year start to trend down some more and stay consistently down before we can get rid of this yield inversion that's been going on. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention, too, is the economy in general. You know, if you talk to a lot of people today and if you watch the news, you would get the impression that the economy is horrible. Um, but but I would I would emphasize this. If you look at the market, especially the past couple of weeks, we've actually eked out gains the past couple of weeks, which is, you know, hard to believe when you consider the uh, in, uh, the turmoil that we had uh, w regarding SVB and Signature Bank and some of these other things that have been going on. Um, the other thing too, uh, we talked about this on on one of our other programs. If you look at your general local economy things are actually bumping along quite nicely we've got especially in kerrville there's there's quite a few new uh businesses coming into town there's some construction going on it's not real hard to see that in spite of the higher interest rates in spite of some of the negative news that's out there our economy continues to plug along now 
I won't say that Kerrville's a proxy for the whole state or the whole state's a proxy for the whole country. There certainly are some problems in, in localized areas, but overall, I would say that our economy is still doing pretty well when you consider the fact that unemployment is still uh, very, very low relative to historical uh, measures. So, you know, I, I would I would submit to you that the thing to do is to think about what you can control, um, think about your local economy, participate in your local economy, and and think about how really most of the people that you know probably are still doing just fine. Um, may not feel that way with inflation taking a bigger part of your check, but overall the economy is still doing pretty well. And now is a great opportunity, as I've mentioned before, to start dipping your toes into the water if you if you're sitting on the sidelines. Because if interest rates stop going up, like we think is, is pretty likely soon, then that should be good for the market. If interest rates stop going up, that should be very good for the bond market. And so right now is a good time to consider getting back in or at least reviewing your options that are available to you because we do think there's some still some excellent opportunities out there. So think, think about local. It's doing good. I think we'll, we'll all be fine. It's just going to require a little bit of patience from all of us for a little longer. Yeah, very well said. Speaking of that, let's take a look at this chart real quick to your point about the Fed futures and where we stand with that. So the market's almost exactly 50-50 on whether or not it thinks the Fed's going to raise at their next May 3rd meeting. So, Or, or uh, not do anything, right? Yeah, or, yes. Yeah. So um, we'll yeah, see that, how that... That's not 25 basis points or 50 basis points. It's 25 basis points or nothing. <laughs> yeah. And... and you know, this is this is a shift just from where it was at previously, which was mostly on the left hand side there, which the markets were thinking the Fed wasn't going to do anything um, after their recent rate hike of quarter percent at their last meeting. But we'll see. I don't know. I think that uh, there's there's more to come. So once like you were saying, Gilbert, once we get some more of this economic data, whether it's Friday's economic data or the unemployment that we get not long after that, we'll get the unemployment rate next the not this coming friday but the following friday for the month of march we'll right. see if that budget it actually went up to 3.6 but has yet to break out above that so we'll see if that budges at all we needed um, it before <laughs> yeah well i mean it, we kind of do and and on one hand you say well isn't that like people losing jobs well yes it is but if if the fed is unable to really combat inflation at the the clip that they want to it could be way, way worse. So we need it to move a, a little bit for the economy to, to to chill out a little bit so that there's room for their the Fed to continue to fight inflation and get it back down to their target rate. So, yes. Okay, guys, that will do it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find our show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube most weekdays that the stock market is open in all places, Podcast are possible. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back here tomorrow morning. We will see you then.